Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. Today, we have a very important program. And I tell you something, when you write stories, when you tell stories, people hear you, when you, uh, they read it. But sometimes you have to see things in real time to understand the evil within certain political processes. Today, we are honored to have El Senor once again, Greg Palace from gregpalace.com, Greg Palace Investigative Journalism. Greg, how are you doing today, my friend? Uh, pretty good, Egberto. It's uh, getting well, through the regime. Let me tell you something, okay? You, you, you have a reputation. You have a reputation of going where places that others don't go. And sometimes that gets you into trouble that people shouldn't really consider trouble because it is what I call, as our friend in Georgia calls, the necessary trouble. Was that what Mr. Lewis said? The, the yes. Congressman Lewis says? Good, good trouble. Yes. Good trouble. Well, you know, for those who've been following Greg Pallast, and, and this I did for the uh, for uh, Brian Ross Investigates and Tom Hartman uh, report, is that, you know, for years I was working for BBC Television and The Guardian. And at BBC, we didn't do what they do in America. In America, if bad guys won't give you an interview, say, oh, they gave us no comment. We don't allow no comment. We go hunt them down and find them. And sometimes it's dangerous. In fact, in the film you're going to see with me, um, what you won't see in the short film, we're going to have more coming out later, is that before the interview began, uh, this woman was showing me all her stacked ammo. She had a loaded shotgun next to her door. This is a Georgia GOP official. She, by the way, it won't be mentioned in the film, but she is running for vice chair of the Georgia Republican Party, will probably win. She is the candidate of Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, the, the uh, fruitcake with the Jewish space lasers. Um, and But this is an important GOP official, not minor stuff. And you're going to see what the lengths that they will go to to eliminate voters of color from the voter rolls. I've been hunting this story down for 20 years. Greg, let's pause. Um, I want I want our audience to see the video. First of all, check this out. We're about to meet with a GOP official who says that she has personal knowledge that 32,000 people are voting illegally in this county. So my name is Pamela Reardon. I am currently 6th District Committee Woman to the State Party. I know for sure voters do not live here. This year, Georgia's GOP-controlled legislature passed a new law saying you can challenge an unlimited number of voters. Do you know this woman? Do you, do you recognize that woman? Um, not offhand. I don't... Okay. You never spoke to her? No. No. What, what about this guy and his wife on his honeymoon? Do you recognize that man? Mm, no. So you didn't call him, but you challenged his right to vote or have his ballot challenged. Sir, get out of my house. Okay, I will get, get out, out of your house. house. The challenge statute doesn't, didn't ever contemplate someone coming to town and challenging hundreds of thousands of voters at one time. Um, this, in our view, was an abuse of that statute. That doesn't mean that you get to print out reams and reams of Excel spreadsheets and just, you know, levy a charge against thousands of people that you don't even know and get them, you know, removed off the rolls. Imagine using the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871. You know, it, all, it gets real when you get arrested. It gets real real. Have you heard of the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871? I'm from Canada. 
So you don't know the Ku Klux Klan law. I'm from Canada. Clearly you don't know Georgia law. I, He's a legal I got voter. I my right to vote in 94. So I don't like people voting illegally. Get out of my house now. I shall get out of your house Before now. Before I throw you and, and you are sure that this is your legal voting address? You are an asshole. Georgia, divided down the middle. And this civil war ain't over. This is Greg Palace in Georgia reporting. Right? Uh, Greg, how did you actually get into this woman's house i mean it seems like that was a hell of a feat well uh, it's very simple we you know we set all set all kinds of uh, systems of getting and often jumping people by the way we always try to go through the front door that is we always ask people for interviews i don't just you know you'll see me jumping out of bushes out of cars i mean i do everything but jump out of an airplane uh you know i'll travel to africa to hunt down bad guys and i do but um the in this case we uh asked simply asked for an interview uh from our team uh i didn't they didn't mention that greg palace would be the reporter but that's not the the issue they said there would be a reporter coming to talk to you because she is running for office for vice chair of the republican party so we got in but once we start and she was really happy you know she here she is on national tv she's gonna you know show her stuff and then I start asking her those uncomfortable questions. As you see, I showed her the photo of a woman, Tamara Horn, who, whose vote she challenged. When I showed her the photo, she said, I've never seen this woman. I don't know who she is. You know, like, like I'm going to accuse her or something. Yeah, I was. You try to block. You, in fact, you're blocking this woman from voting. Her challenge will prevent this woman from voting. Now, Tamara Horn, just so you know, Egberto, uh, told us that she had um, lost her job and therefore had to sell her home and move down the street to move in with her relatives. She's still a legal voter in Cobb County. That's a suburb of Atlanta. Uh, but she won't have her vote counted unless she gets a notice and goes through a whole hearing that she is who she is. And understand this woman has personally, as you saw in the red dress, personally challenged 32,000 voters 32,000. On what basis, I mean, this is what, this is what behooved me after I saw the video. Uh, on what basis is she challenging as, she's challenging them as a Georgia citizen. Is that correct? Yeah. So here's the gimmick. Um, Georgia's always had this Jim Crow law that says you can challenge anyone. That was used by, that any voter can challenge another voter. That was used by, you know, Farmer Joe to say, don't let, you know, black Farmer Joe vote. Uh, and that would stop their vote. But now, instead of using white sheets and Klan tactics, they use spreadsheets. This woman got a spreadsheet from a group in Texas called True the Vote. And she, that said, oh, these people don't live in the county where they're registered to vote, where they're voting. They're mailing in ballots from China or wherever. There's no basis for this. And she didn't check at all did zero checking didn't send a note didn't make a phone call we did just so you know the palace investigative fund my team thank you terry man pearl called 800 people 800 and they're all saying well i live here i've been living here maybe they've moved down you know in the neighborhood that doesn't change your vote in georgia or almost anywhere else but they'll have their vote challenged and the truth is is that when you're picking out people this way especially people who got were shoveled around uh, due to covid uh, you're going to pick up a lot of low-income people, a lot of students who move dorm rooms, for example, um, and you're going to pick up a lot of uh, voters of color, and the color's blue, 
of course. So 32,000. And it's, but she got this list from this group, True the Vote in Texas. Very dangerous. We've been tracking them for uh, about five years. Uh, Zach D. Roberts um, uh, is our specialist in tracking the right wing groups. And True the Vote, by the way, and here's where it's dangerous they're not just nobodies out of Texas. They are, they are backed by the Bradley family of Milwaukee. Those are the new Cokes. This, is, this family has put two billion dollars egberto into right-wing groups and causes and particularly aiming at figuring out ways to remove black people from the voter rolls that's just as blunt as it gets that's what they're doing with their money and i'm afraid that what you just saw in cobb county and in georgia that i've just exposed what if this takes off if they get away with this they're going to take it to texas to wisconsin north carolina Florida, and several other states that have these so-called citizen challenges, which again used to be, they're always ugly, you know, don't let that guy vote. But when you're sending in tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, remember the Republican Party's operatives, mostly Republican operatives, all working for True the Vote, are challenging 364,000 voters, a third of a million voters in Georgia, a third of a million. And I got to tell you, the ACLU, NAACP, they were just stunned that this was going on and um so i'm very very concerned their their basis they did no checking they simply took a list from this group true the vote it is dangerous stuff and remember this is not the government removing people but one thing that was not in the film is that the secretary the the republican secretary of state of georgia actually encouraged this group true the vote and these GOP operatives to mount these challenges. And you know what he said? You, this, this should make you sick if you're an American. He said the federal law prohibits me from removing voters, but these people can. So it's a way to work. What he thinks is a way to work around, around the, the, federal the federal law, law. that says you right. can't pull this stunt. Right. Well, look, let, let, let me go a little bit further here. Um, this is deep. And by the way, you said uh, you think something like this can spread. There's no doubt it's spreading. Let me give an example. In Arizona right now where they're doing the, that count, that recount in, in Maricopa County, uh-huh. these guys have 800 people that are knocking on doors. They, I, well, I don't know if it's 800. They knocked on 3,000 voter doors to verify whether they really voted. That is actually voter intimidation according to federal law. They're executing it, and we don't have our new secret. Uh, our new secret. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Attorney General. Um, what's his name? You know who? Merrick Garland. Garland. Well, we don't see him being aggressive and telling these folks simply, "You cannot do this." People need to be thrown in jail so that they are made examples of before this stuff metastasizes. That is a thing of civil wars because, again, if too many people think it is okay before it is nipped in the butt. It's too many to stop then. So, I mean, I'm glad that you did this report that you did. Now, right. one would think... By the way, I should say that Merrick Garland just issued a statement saying that he's going to begin prosecuting those who violate voting laws. And I got to tell you that, as you heard from um, Gerald Griggs, uh, who represents the NAACP, he's also been, by the way, the lawyer for the Palace Investigative Fund. And he said, look, he, when we showed him what they were doing, he said, this violates the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871 after the civil war 
the American Congress passed a law that said that the night riders and those who intimidate voters right. go to jail. Exactly. This is simply a, a, a digitized version of the night riders. Like I say, instead of white sheets, it's spreadsheets. Exactly. But it's still the same crime. Uh, Attorney General Garland, please take note, pull out your handcuffs, read them their rights, and put an end to it. Exactly. That is what needs to be done. That's what needs to be done. Now, now um, last question here. Uh, well, second to last question. You know what my last question always is. But anyhow, uh, second to last question here. Um, this is something that I would have expect the mainstream media, all of them, just take that simple video that you have here, and I know you have more to it later yeah. on, uh, and take that and let America see the kinds of things that are happening. Why is it that we don't see that? Tell me, tell me your story. We, we never do. Look, back in 2000, when I, 20 years ago, I broke the first major story of how the vote was stolen in Florida by, Je, by Jeb Bush for his brother to get George Bush elected over Al Gore by 500 votes. But I discovered that they removed 58,000 black men from the voter rolls saying that they were felons. Not a single one was guilty of anything but voting while black. Now, that was a huge story. It got in the New York Times, but only in the column of a black columnist, Bob Herbert. The Times didn't cover it. No one would cover it. I got it in Salon. I got it in Rolling Stone, uh, you know, those places. And it was put out all over the world by BBC television that I did the report for them and the front page of the Guardian newspapers where I was an investigative reporter. I was actually living in London. So the rest of the world gets this news. We don't. Four years later, the New York Times talked about the infamous felon purge in Florida. Well, they didn't. What do you, how could it be infamous? You'd never reported it in the first place. So after a while, it becomes truth. My reports do get in the mainstream press. Just give it two, three, four years. But it will be out in the BBC and elsewhere. It, it, it is yeah. sad because I think there is some sort of a collusion between the plutocracy here and the system. There is a particular modus operandi in the way things work out here. In other words, we don't rock the boat too much on the left. We don't rock the boat too much on the right. We try not to make it, uh, you know, um, we, many people don't like the kind of journalism that actually finds truth. In other words, a criminal is not going to tell you they're a criminal or you, you're not going to interview a criminal and they say, yes, I did wrong. You're going to have to get into their space however you can get into your space. And guess what? That is not what journalism teaches in our schools. Right. We, are, we, we teach being polite. We don't teach journalism. Exactly. We, so we have today in America, we have too many repeaters, not reporters. They go to press conferences. In fact, one uh, major so-called progressive outlet told me, oh, it's great. One is extraordinary report, but the host didn't want it because they said, well, it's just too gonzo. It's too, why couldn't you get this in a press conference? Believe it or not, people who steal votes by the tens of thousands don't hold press conferences. That is a they don't announce it. statement. That's a six day break. Greg, I got to go. Tell me okay. what would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't? Okay, well, the only thing I would say is what's next? So we have to expose this thing now. Go to gregpalace.com, watch the continuing reports, because what you saw, that, that woman challenging 32,000 people, even in that county, the chairman of the Republican Party added another 16,000 names. This could flip. The question is, how will this affect the elections? Big time. Reverend Senator Warnock is running for re-election next year. 300,000 voters of color and young people are flushed out. He's doomed. Stacey Abrams may run for governor of Georgia next year. That's expected. 
Uh, she lost by only 50,000 stolen votes. We've reported that. And um, I got to tell you that, you know, if you take out 300,000 voters, you know, it's not that I should, I'm for Warnock or, or Abrams. My point is why don't you let the people make the decision, the voters choose, not the tricks, not the Jim Crow games. Greg Palast, please visit gregpalast.com, G-R-E-G-P-A-L-A-S-T.com. That is true investigative journalism. Some folks don't really like to do things in certain ways. Look, I when I saw that video, my brother, I had to contact you and say, we got to get this to hell out for people to see, because this is what's killing our democracy. It's been my pleasure to have you once again on Politics Done Right. Thank you, Egberto. This is an extraordinary platform, and I appreciate the work you've been doing. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.